0: Welcome to Season 2 of Joy-Fueled and Jesus-Led. I'm your host, Tony Daniels, sharing real-life stories and practical tools that not only let you know you're not alone, but also help you become the emotional, spiritual ninja warrior you were created to be. This season, I'm sharing stories of how we, as a people of God, are experimenting with being Joy-Fueled and Jesus-Led. In this episode, I share a precious conversation between my five-year-old son and Jesus regarding the brokenness of the world. We quickly and naturally use the four keys to parent fearlessly in order to find healing and freedom from fear. Hope you enjoy. Hi there. Today, I want to share with you a story about my son again, um, back from 2015 when he was five. The last one I shared was when he was three. So, the first thing I want to say is my son, Matt, is not like any of my other children. He is very unique. Um, And he has always been very attuned spiritually from very young. And so honestly, parenting him has been a wonder and an awe as I've just observed him thinking and feeling and and relating to God from almost from birth. So um, I'm sharing these stories not because I cultivated this or because I created this in a child at all, because that is not the case. He literally was born this way. (laughs) And I'm sharing because I think it's amazing the way God loves him and speaks to him and comforts him and heals him. Um, as I'm just gently curious with him and, you know, kind of working the four R's from the book, the the four keys to parent fearlessly of recognizing when fear is present and helping him realize he's not alone and helping him receive that truth and then literally co-creating new realities, right? So those four R's, you'll see these being worked out even back then. Um, but it, really, this is, it's just a beautiful for to see how God can comfort our children. So, Matt was uh, 5 years old and we had lived in Uruguay all of his life and he had literally witnessed me being attacked and robbed several times. So, You can imagine those moments had been very traumatizing for a small child. One of those moments, he actually thought I was dead. And um, so that was very, very difficult for him. And um, not long after that, we moved to the States. So maybe a few months after that horrific event, we moved back home to the United States. And this was maybe four or five months after being safe, after being in the United States safe. And that was crazy for us. That we, you know, we haven't been robbed in five years or six years since we've been back. We haven't had anyone steal anything. I have not been personally attacked or assaulted. So it really has been a blessing to be safe. But it what that does is it brings up the grieving um, and the kind of the post traumatic stress, right, of what we have experienced. So we were we were back in the states. For about four or five months. And Matt had been talking constantly about robbers, um, you know, being afraid of them. Should we lock the door, mommy? Should we leave the bikes out? And one day I asked him, you know, why do you talk about robbers so much? And he said, because I have something in my heart that's afraid of them. And I responded that day, you know, would you like to talk about it and ask Jesus about it? And he responded, No, thanks. I can handle it on my own. And I thought that was just precious. And so I said, Okay, you know, just let me know if you ever want to talk about it. And of course, I started hiding that in my heart and just praying for him, because I, I felt so tender for him. Right. So 10 days later, Matt comes to me and he says, I would like to talk about my fear, mommy, and I'd also like to talk about why my prayers aren't getting answered. And I said, Well, what are you praying for? And he says, I am praying that God will bring heaven to earth now and that we won't have to die. And I said, Wow, those are big, big prayers. And, you know, would you like to go to appreciation and, and sense Jesus with you? And he said, Yes. And so his appreciation memory was so precious. It was one of him playing at the Nashville Zoo. Those of you who've ever been here, we have a, a huge park in the zoo. And it's, it's big enough for adults to play in. And it's got a huge tower in it um, that you can climb up to the very top of the tower and see the entire place. And in that memory, um, he was playing in that park uh, where we went often after we got back from Uruguay. And he said he felt so happy and safe there in the park. And he sensed Jesus at the top of the castle playground, watching everyone, all the kids playing. And he said, um, he said, Jesus is watching over us and we're all happy and we all feel incredibly safe. And so I said, well, you know, what else are you feeling or what else does Jesus want you to know? And he said, I went up to the top of the castle, and I just started sharing with Jesus um, that I don't want to live in this broken world, Mommy. And so there I am in the castle with Jesus, and I'm just telling him, I don't want to live in the broken world, and I want him to come back right now. Of course, you can imagine I was almost in tears by now. And I said, well, what does Jesus want you to know? And he said that Jesus listened to him looked him in the eyes, and shared that he was sad about the brokenness in the world, too, and that he was sad that we all have to live in a broken world. And I said, well, how does that make you feel, Matt? And he said, you know, Mommy, I feel so safe, and I feel so loved, and so cared for right now that I think I'm okay and that's all I wrote down. So when these things happen in the moment, I, I voiced them into my messages in my phone or my uh, notes in my phone and you know forgot that they even happened. And so I've been going back through them and finding these conversations with Jesus that my son had at five, and I'm sharing them with him right now. He's 11 now, and just sharing with him. His journey um, with Jesus around these really, really hard issues, living in a broken world, robbers, and the danger of his own family and not wanting to live here uh, anymore. And so um, he left and went to play after that and what and hasn't hasn't talked about robbers since. <laughs> so um, it's been that was a very beautiful healing moment for him. Again, I want to say that. My other children don't respond this way or never responded this way um, naturally. So I didn't do anything to cultivate that. (laughs) Um, Matt just naturally has a deep spiritual connection, just part of who he is, part of his personality. And he's also an extrovert. So he voices that connection. And every child is so unique in the way they process their faith and the way they relate to God. So anyway. I hope that it just encourages you today um, as you entrust your children to God and, and ask uh, for them um, that God would love them and be with them. And as you try to nurture that relationship, I hope this helps you live joy filled and Jesus-Led today. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of joy Filled and Jesus-Led. Recognizing fear is here, realizing we're not alone, by going to an appreciation memory and sensing God there, allows us to receive truth into the experiential side of our brains. Once in God's presence like that, all kinds of new realities are possible—healing from traumatic memories, reframing of pain and suffering, and a deep sense of love and safety, even in the midst of a broken world. If you have not yet picked up your copy of Four Keys to Parent Fearlessly, the link is in the show notes below. Until next time.